would have been. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Happy Halloween, Kenton. And, uh, and also with you. <laughs> Happy Force Be With You Halloween. We, neither of us are dressed up. Oh, well, we, we, I, we, are we too old for this shit? Is that what's happening? I wore my Metallica dress shirt, uh, which I then caught in a door and ripped in the back. Is Metallica? Which should, yeah, it's Metallica. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, hang on. No, not Metallica. Pardon me. Motorhead. Oh, Motorhead. Okay. Oh, of course. There you go. It's my Motorhead that. dress shirt, but and it's got skulls on it, but, here, but I ripped the... Goddamn thing in the door today. I'm sure you can get that mended. It's not that bad. Uh, like I want to. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Become a seamstress? Yes. Yeah, but you know, in my class, I Instagrammed it. My class uh, you know, section one was dressed to the T. Really, uh, really. The, dressed to the nines and to a T in uh, at the 8 a.m. PR class, and they actually brought a lot of life to that what, class. Uh, what were they dressed as? There's, uh, the the themes this year were Spider-Man and Mario. There are lots of Mario. Super Mario, what are you doing? Hey, Luigi. There's like a lot of that going on. <laughs> and uh, um, let me see. And Blackface. No, I'm just kidding. And 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 they – well, that's a terrible joke. And, they, and there was um, – there was someone, uh, Big Bird Head. Okay. Hey, did you see section one today? I, I, no, I don't. I don't oh, it's too bad. That was Chantel has a Big Bird Head on. Uh, Brett is a Spider-Man. Um, oh, my God. Oh, there was a couple of uh, workout uh, outfits from the 80s. There was, oh, there's a Bob Ross. Oh, cool. There, yeah, and yeah. The, one person's Bob Ross, one person's the painting. Yeah, my, then, my, uh, Jack did that one year. Oh, that's pretty his good. Friend. Yeah, yeah. That, they did that at Comic-Con a couple years ago. And Dan uh, has a sign saying hallucination. He's walking around with a sign that says hallucination. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's well, out does, is that uh, Is that because yesterday he made a joke about licking the back of a toad? We had a number of reptiles <laughs> in the atrium here in yeah, the college. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, he's like, hey, is that the toad where I, it was a cane toad? It was the size of my face. Oh, and, gross. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, if I lick the back of it, will I get hallucinations? I said, Give it a shot. <laughs> see but see what happens. I'm glad you mentioned that because yesterday I was walking on the second floor looking down into the atrium. And then I see all the snakes. And I think to myself, who the hell would go look at those disgusting, freaky snakes? And then charging. I look and you're standing there. I was right there. <laughs> yeah, you were. Well, right. they, they were charging. I was about to take photos of them. And they're like, oh, it's five bucks to take a photo or to, to hold it. And I'm like, Are you oh, kidding? Forget it. Yeah, no. Five bucks to take a photo. Yeah, or to hold the. Oh, please. Hold this thing. I could have taken a photo from the second level. <laughs> Quickly, we're going to get into the Mandalorian trailer that dropped. We're doing Star Wars nerds because um, it, there's a ton of Star Wars news out there. We might just keep going with this until the movie comes out. I don't know if it uh, depends on what happens in the media, but Star Wars, there seems to be a wealth of Star Wars stories out there. We're in, we're in a good time for lots <laughs> yeah. of Star Wars news, yes. and you're right. It, it becomes. It's sort of like we got to make hay while, while the sun well, shines. For sure. yeah. yeah. So so we're going to talk Mandalorian trailer. We're going to talk about the Game of Thrones dudes leaving Star Wars yeah. for Netflix, apparently. Uh, but I just want to quickly mention that my, you, you mentioned Mario off the top, the, the costumes. Yeah. Uh, my son Jack is dressed as a Luigi meme uh, for Halloween. He's got a Luigi mask <laughs> and pretty much a Grim Reaper cloak with a scythe. And that's a meme, apparently. Luigi as the Grim Reaper is a meme. That he, they all think is hilarious, uh, my kids, and and he, he's, they love that. Yeah, 
And then Shannon is a quote-unquote modern demon. These are her words. So she's got horns and and kind of a devil-looking face. And Luke is uh, Enderman from uh, from Minecraft, which is a big, tall creature that wow. teleports all over the place. Anyway, so that's their costume. That's pretty. We went uh, out trick or treating tonight. Pretty good nerd cred. I thought I actually I don't I never get dressed up. Or rarely I, I shouldn't say never, but I rarely get dressed up. But I thought my idea for a Halloween costume this year would be um, a a green cardigan sweater with a price tag of three hundred and thirty four thousand dollars on it, and I'd go as Kurt Cobain's green sweater that just sold at auction is that what happened really? yeah yeah oh man yeah the one from uh unplugged uh unplugged yeah, in new yeah. york no i yeah. remember it yeah 334 grand and, a, and and i guess it's never been washed i guess it's the the kurt cobain sweat is still still located within the sweater okay so we'll get into uh the main stories in a second but let's start with some star wars clickbait oh, what now <laughs> talking about huh? what goodness gracious me star wars the rise of skywalker is on course to score the lowest opening weekend box office yeah. figures of the trilogy that's new music express which is not usually a clickbaity thing but that is absolute clickbait yeah what is yeah okay box office figures for the opening weekend of rise of skywalker are projected to be the lowest of the current trilogy projected how, how could they do that based we're now, on anything? we're, we're, we're now slamming out. a movie before it comes out for not earning enough for, for, for yeah. <laughs> Not only yeah. before it comes out, but it's it's weeks and it's almost two months before it comes out, and they're saying this. I mean, is this based on initial sales? Is that what they're looking at, or what? Because you guarantee that's the series going to be packed the weekend it comes out. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. And actually, I looked. I looked at our IMAX seats, <laughs> and uh, it is sold out, but for the front two rows. You can still you can still get to the opening night, but the front the, those shitty front two rows at the IMAX are not available. Oh yeah, well are yeah, still available, but nobody wants them. Although I feel like I should sit there just to kind of recreate my Return of the Jedi experience as a kid. I, yeah. I was sitting when I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater as a child. I, I was sitting right in the very front row, looking up at Carrie Fisher in a gold bikini, and uh, I was ha- never been happier. Never been happier. Look, um, looking up, <laughs> looking up Jabba's. Yeah, short pants. Yeah, that's right. No pants. From that right there. <laughs> Java has no pants. Are you kidding me? Uh, so whatever. I, yeah, I think it's kind of ridiculous to start like talking about box office returns on a film that hasn't been released yet. It's like you know, that's, it, we're uh, now slamming movies for their box office take before they come out. Like but, that. No, th- that's the pre-crimes division of Minority <laughs> Report. Right. The I, pre-review division of. Hollywood Reporter. I think um, regardless of what the box office, even okay, so it's saying it's projected to take in $200 million in, and it's domestic, of course, mm-hmm. uh, opening weekend, which is a pretty respectable number. And, I, you know, it's the same thing as the solo, solo being a failure mm-hmm. because it only made so much money. Um, but compared to other Star Wars movies, it, it's still a very successful film. And it's not like Star Wars is going anywhere. So I think it's just ridiculous to start – nitpicking the uh, the box office take at this point. But that is not a measurement of success in my mind. No, but the other reality is that all the trilogies, all three trilogies experienced audience drop off by the third film. Yes. And and it just it didn't matter. Even Return of the Jedi had the drop off at, at, at that point. It was like when St- Star Wars was new when it came out, A New Hope, but just called Star Wars. And so people were dying to see something new. They couldn't wait. Empire Strikes Back was like the rare sequel that people, I mean, the, the the idea of a sequel that was better had only been floated from the Godfather. That's basically. the only one. That's the only and, one. And there was nothing else. And so even that was a surprise. But then by the time they were the third one rolled around, there was a little bit of Star Wars, like, oh, we've seen this before. 
You know, and that's also, what, and that's when we were waiting three years. There was drop yes, off. Yes, and the same thing happened with with Revenge of the Sith for different reasons. People yeah. were tired. They they realized the uh, the hype from the Phantom Menace had completely gone away, and people were actually pretty upset about the 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 nature of those films. And so by the third one, and that, that was probably I think one of the only Star Wars films I did not see an opening night was Revenge of the Sith because I just did not feel the urgency. I, I to go. saw it at the midnight show, and yeah. I remember going, "Wow, it's actually good. It's better. Than, yeah, it's yeah. actually good. <laughs> That's right. And and also going and also finding the Darth Vader burn to a crisp, uh, the crispy Anakin. That's right. Extra crispy Anakin. <laughs> I actually found that to be quite disturbing the first time I saw it. Was it was actually pretty much how I imagined it in my head. Like, well, we we'd heard about yeah. that battle for a long time about Obi Wan and, and Darth Vader and Anakin kind of facing off on this lava planet. That was always going to be the case, and so when they showed that, it was like, oh yeah, that's that's how I thought it would see, go. To me, to me, seeing him one, th- it was one thing to think of it, but it was something else to see him in that charcoal briquette suit with the shaved head and the and trying to drag himself with a half arm i'm gonna bite your it was like the knights who say neat no it was uh the black knight i will bite your ass off obi-wan wound. that's right that's actually i never thought of that before that kind of mimics that scene i'm still gonna fight you i don't think that's intentional yeah no i don't think so either so anyway, we'll, we'll see, what, regardless of what the box office yeah. results are of this film, um, we're still looking forward to it. We're looking forward yeah. to the end of this this whole saga. And by the way, I think uh, um, uh, Hayden Christensen paid a visit to Star Wars Land recently. He's so in this next movie. You think so, Oh, hey? of course okay, he is. Okay, well, we'll see. Hey, one of our predictions, and we're, gonna have, we're still going to have that show, where, yeah. where, where we made predictions at the end of... The last episode, not even solo before that, at the end of Last Jedi. Yes. We made predictions, and one of those predictions was uh, Force Ghosts from Jedi's past and maybe surviving Jedi's past. So I'm, I'm all in on this idea that we will see Hayden Christensen in this film as a ghost or not, probably a ghost. And maybe a little Mace Windu, maybe pointy headed guy, whatever that guy's name <laughs> is. I forgot. Maybe, uh, maybe Qui-Gon. Yeah, maybe Qui-Gon. Maybe Yaddle. <laughs> I know there's a big contingent of people going, give me my yaddle. Yeah. But uh, right. but I, I actually think we are I, I, I think Hayden Christensen is gonna is gonna be in this film. I do. I can't wait. I mean I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. But I'm even more pumped for the thing you're about to show. Yeah, we're gonna show the uh this is the second trailer for The Mandalorian, which is less than two weeks away. It's dropping on November twelfth. Uh so we're just just a few uh short days away from this happening and uh, this trailer um, is pretty good. I, I looked for the Disney Plus app and I could not find it. Is it not launched yet? Did you Maybe. have you looked? No, I haven't. Okay, well, I wasn't sure if my search. Well, who knows, right? Sometimes the search doesn't work once in a while on Apple TV, so I'm not sure if my search was uh, faulty or if it really it's if it's not even there. Because what I'm what I'm expecting might happen is there might be a surge of people that day all trying to download the app and <laughs> you know what i mean like of, like, yeah, it's like when the playoffs start everyone tries yes. to get Rogers sports now i know and it's impossible <laughs> um well the other thing is that actually uh, i wanted to mention to you there's a star wars trivia night coming up uh someone invited me to it and one of the prizes if you pre-register they're really trying to sell the tickets ahead of time which i understand um if you pre-register you're entered into a draw to win disney plus for a year that's the Ooh. that's the prize which i think is pretty cool uh, but I don't see it on my phone. I'm not seeing it on my 
on the App Store on my phone at all. So it probably hasn't launched yet. They probably haven't haven't done that. I all swear right. to God, if this is a big pile of crap where you can't download the app or then it doesn't work once you download it or you can't register, oh, I'll be no, so mad. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And did you see – and there's one thing I wanted to mention before you show the trailer – and that is that uh, New York Times is t has seen the first episode and is teasing a massive Star Wars spoiler in episode one. So this isn't something we want to fuck around with this on the day it's launched. This is something, <laughs> you know what I mean? We want to see this the day it's launched. We don't want the spoiler. We're going to make sure our internet is working properly. There are no power outages. Yes. It's going to be. This needs to go to plan. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for the Here's trailer. Here's the trailer. It's a world more peaceful since the revolution. It is a shame that your people suffered. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. you were coming they said you were the best in the parsec uh -oh. would you agree Bill Burr. That's Bill Burr Holy shooting shit. some guns. And he's got a shoulder gun. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's insane. There's a lot of good stuff in that trailer. That gives me the shivers that the uh, the other one did not, that the trailer for Rise of Skywalker well, why? did Why? Why is that, do you think? I I think because there's a darkness to this trailer that that it, that makes it that makes it weighty. The fact they call it the visionary new series means they're going they like this series. They're pu they're pushing this series. Um I think there's lots to talk about in this trailer. There's a lot more detail in yeah. here that we're getting. We have a we have a, a fight with a, what appears to be Bosk. Is that is that not Bosk? He's fighting there. Could in be. That uh, we've got uh, kind of a shootout with some stormtroopers. We've got another bunch of different kind of conflicts showing how good of a fighter this guy is. Uh, we've got Werner Herzog and his pronunciation of Parsec. Parsec. <laughs> Parsec. Um, and uh, he's I mean he's just got a great voice and the accent is awesome. So there's that, but there's uh, there's an Ugnaught in there. There is, uh, what else? Oh, I closed it. I shouldn't have closed it. There's a bunch we of other stuff. We can watch it a second time. <laughs> we can watch. watch. No, no, it's okay. All right. In case you're trying to judge, because I was wondering if that was Bosk too. We could freeze it. I'm, I'm pretty sure know? it's, it's got to be Bosk. Like, what else could it be? Oh, a member of the species. I just I launched Nothing. YouTube and it says Obi Wan Kenobi Disney Plus a Star Wars story teaser trailer mashup concept. Oh, this is not real. 
<laughs> They've got a photo of what appears to be a photoshopped Ewan McGregor. This is not a real. Did thing. you see that Photoshop of Trump giving the dog the medal? That the no. White House, that of course he tweeted yesterday, and it's just the worst Photoshop job ever. It looks like that. No. So are we uh, are we gonna? I'm not gonna watch it again. I just want to go. Th- I want to have it in front of me so I can okay. go through and note, note some of the. Um, where is it? Oh, here's the trailer number two. And the, okay, here's another thing. Up until now, like I don't know why I've just been like thinking of um, this person as a bad guy, probably because of Boba Fett, right? Boba Fett's a bad guy. Yeah. And so I just kind of automatically assume like anyone in a Mandalorian armor is a bad guy. But that's not the case because we've seen Sabine uh, in Rebels. In Rebels gave us a whole kind of glimpse into the Mandalorian culture and, mm-hmm. and their world and what it's like there before the uh, the war. So these are good people. And this part where he goes kind of gives that like shakes a person's hand is a little like yes kind of thing with that other person that's like oh this this person's a he's the he's a good guy he's a you know he's the main character of the of a story and therefore he's the good guy but yeah there's a lot of good detail i here. love i love the little uh the view up in the canyon yeah the, the dewbacks do, or what or, 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 is that what do, they are oh yeah. yeah those are dewbacks for sure it looks like two no it looks like two-legged uh something well related no? to dewbacks yeah similar for sure similar lizard creatures shiny maybe, maybe, maybe it's the one that uh that anakin rode in the field uh let's see is that boss that's boss oh, no, for sure oh, no oh is it no it might be one of those guys from the skiff no i think it's no? boss yeah i don't know and oh yes, yeah, so we have the carbon freezing thing. So this is apparently how he transports people, uh, taking a cue from Boba Fett. Hang on, here and here's where we should stop, because I would. This is what I'm going to go out on a limb and say. Then this is pure talking out of my ass. It's Larson talking out of his ass. But Again. the New York Times says uh, there's a major spoiler in episode one. This is what I'm going to suggest to you. The major spoiler is either the Mandalorian is Boba Fett. Or the Mandalorian determines that Boba Fett escaped. I think it has to be one or the other. I think the second one sounds more realistic to me. I don't he, think he visits the Sarlacc, right? Yeah, and I don't think because a lot of this appears to be on Tatooine. Like a lot of the, yeah. the imagery here looks like Tatooine. Um, but the so say if it is Boba Fett, he's got new armor. Yeah, like there's all this. Like the armor is much nicer and shinier than his armor ever was. And I always kind of felt like Boba Fett's armor was kind of worn and, and yeah. cracked on purpose. It was his, his battle scars. That's right. why he kept wearing it. Wookiee pelts on Yeah, there. all that stuff. Yeah. So he, he I don't know that Boba Fett would change up his armor like this because um, it is a point of pride among Mandalorians to have their, their armor show their battle scars. So I don't think this is Boba Fett, uh, but I do think that you're right. I think that there we it will has learn, to be. We will learn the fate of Boba Fett, uh, that fate being that he is alive, which is hilarious when you think about it because if you just watch the movies, yeah. you would think that he died when he fell into that Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi. That's the last we see of he him. He went out like a biatch. <laughs> <laughs> bounces off the side yeah. of the, the skiff and then into the pit, pit. by a blind Han Solo. And then they, <laughs> and then they digitally added that weird beak thing later oh. on. Uh, they added the penis uh, in, the, the, <laughs> in the, the special edition. So um, further humiliate. So yeah, I do. I do think that I think you could be right about that. I don't know if I would call that a spoiler, but and no, know. it's not a, a speculation's not a spoiler. No, but I would think whatever the New York Times is saying, like a major spoiler. What do they mean by spoiler? They said a major Star Wars spoiler is in the first episode. What, what I don't understand what that means. It's well, a, it could a, be well. That's just it. Like, what does the New York Times know of Star Wars? First of all, well, what the, what would what would be 
a major spoiler in episode is, one. Is it, is it a spoiler if you haven't watched any other Star Wars? Like, I, don't understand, I don't understand what that means. Uh, or a, a spoiler for the Rise of Skywalker movie coming out? Like, I, I don't know. I think that's a poor choice of words. No, I, well, it could be. I mean, we're speculating, and we, of course, do not believe that blind speculation is a spoiler because it's not. No. It's just two idiots uh, guessing at what they think it might be, and and we're, we're batting about uh, 50%, I'd say. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> I like those odds. OK, yeah. so we got Werner Herzog. We have Gus Fring smiling. It's a major part of the success uh, of this trailer is Werner Herzog. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've got Apollo Creed coming up here. Um, <laughs> this little tentacle face guy. What are those guys called again? Those uh, squid, squid face. Squid but face? I don't know what their Pro- real probably, name is. Yeah, probably different. Not the guy from the original film. But yeah. Um, this little creature looks that's like the a- guy from uh, Attack of the Clones. That creature. Oh yeah. Remember he was yeah, trampling yeah. them they, in the they arena. Fight them. Yes, that's right. You're right. So they're going to visit them in their in their. So does that mean they're on? Uh, what was the name of that planet they were on? Uh, Geonosis. Are they on oh. Geonosis? Because that. No, was- they had to transport him to right. Geonosis. Yeah, okay. I think. Okay. Then the Ugnaught. I love that. Oh, the he's got a pal on the shoulder. Yeah. Like that's his buddy. We didn't. We didn't. Never really knew anything about Ugnaughts. Hang on. Look at the look at the evidence here. This Mandalorian can. Oh, actually, there's something. Else. Okay, this Mandalorian Mandalorian um, is is uh, familiar with Geonosis, perhaps has an Ugnot for a friend. But Boba Fett was on Cloud City. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Ugnot for friend uh, saves things in carbonite, like Boba Fett, and. Is that an Australian accent at the very end when we it's hear hard. talk? Okay, we I think it is. It. All right, let's listen it to is. it. It is. I don't know if you're right or not, but... Damn it, it is. Mandalorian. Look outside. Gus Fring smiling gets oh. me. Looks like she's about to take his helmet off. Yeah. Yeah? Good. I don't think you can tell. Oh, that's pure Australian. Okay, well. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the, the actor is not Australian, and the actor is not Maori, which the actor was in in the uh, prequels. So, yeah, but we don't even know if the guy takes the mask off. Well, it looks like she's about to take his helmet off there. No, she's going to kiss his mask. <laughs> and, and, oh, and is that a TIE fighter he jumps into at the end? I think it is. That's a TIE uh, fighter. Yeah, it is a TIE fighter. You're right. Who's in it? Let's look. <laughs> what the fuck? What? I can't believe we didn't. I'm swearing. Sorry. Oh, what the fuck? Spring? Is that Gus Fring in the TIE Fighter? There we go. Oh, yeah. That's totally a TIE Fighter. Yeah, it, it, is. it is Gus Fring in there. Who knew? Oh, so is he Imperial? Yes, I think he is. Or did he steal this? No, no, I think he's Imperial. I think that was always the case. Gus Fring was going to be an Imperial officer of some kind. Oh, that's or, very cool. But this, but this takes place after Return of the Jedi, does it not? It does. So the Empire is falling apart at this point. So Gus Fring is a former Imperial he's on officer. the run, maybe. Maybe he's on the run maybe. at this point. But we should. We really should stop calling him Gus Fring. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, he's always going to be Gus Fring. Yeah, just like Apollo Creed <laughs> and, right. uh, well, I guess Werner and Herzog. Bill Burr. Bill Burr is always Bill Burr. Yeah, that's right. And Herzog is <laughs> Herzog. He's going to want to rant about the NFL in a second. Is there anyone else in here we should call by another name? Oh, I think we have um, She-Ra. <laughs> She-Ra. That's the funny line from Thor when he goes, I got Jackie Chan. What is that again? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's a, that's my, one of my favorite lines. I just can't think of it. But uh, yeah, this I love this trailer. Yeah, it looks awesome. So, okay, do, do so, you like this trailer more than Rise of Skywalker? The yes. Look- oh, for sure. It's just so much new stuff. Like the Rise of Skywalker trailer was all stuff we expected. Yeah. Not there were no surprises in that trailer. 
Um, there was a surprise in the previous one. We saw Dark Ray. That was a surprise. Yeah. But as far as the newest uh, uh, trailer goes, there were no surprises for me. It was all to be expected. This is full of surprises, and I yeah, can't wait is. to see it. So and, and it's closer, too, so I'm more excited because it's only a few weeks away. Yeah, and we'll, all we have to do is download an app, enter a credit card. <laughs> That's right. Sign her life away. Make sure Wi-Fi is working. That's right. Oh, it's not going to work. Oh, I'm going to somewhere where there's good public it's, Wi-Fi. It's just <laughs> like me buying Star Wars tickets through the app. I yes. could have told you the day before that MoFo wasn't going to work the right way. <laughs> All right. And I'm telling you now that Disney Plus app is not going to work the right way because I'm Well, there is going to be a, a high demand for it, so they hopefully will be ready for it. It's, it is Disney after all. But uh, well, speaking of I, that, I love this trailer. I was, I, oh. and, it, and it caught me by surprise. I, I didn't see it till the next day. How about did you? I didn't even know it was going to come out. I had no idea. I just kind of yeah. saw it trending on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, they released another trailer for it, which is awesome. And so. I, oh, there, speaking of this week in Star Wars clickbait, <laughs> um, Flipboard had one saying everybody's talking about this appearance in the Mandalorian trailer. Was the clickbait? And I was like, what's everybody talking about? Bill Burr. So I click, yeah, and it's Bill Burr, but it's like. The official fan club of Bill Burr is talking. About <laughs> it's like, no, it's like one of those yeah. where you kind of go. Well, did we oh, not, do we not know Bill Burr was in it? Is that a surprise? No, uh, we did know. But uh, for, for whatever reason, seeing him in action is a different story. <laughs> it, it really yeah, is. Yeah, he looks like a different guy. Especially considering the other types of roles yeah. he takes in, in different films and TV shows, like in, in Breaking Bad and, and other things like that. So it's it's good to see him. I you know I'm Even in Breaking like, Bad, he stood out like a sore thumb. Like, <laughs> he I didn't, did. Like it was he kind of did. Yeah. But he is, that's what he does, right? That's kind of what he does. All yeah. right, let's talk about the big news of the week, of course. That is the, the two Game of Thrones guys, um, <laughs> Weiss and Benioff, I guess. Uh, Dan Weiss and Dave Benioff are no longer working with uh, Lucasfilm to produce a Star Wars trilogy. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. The, the, the uh, story is, I read to The Hollywood Reporter yesterday, that uh, they apparently had also, in addition to being signed on to work on this trilogy of films with Lucasfilm, they had just signed a big deal with Netflix, $240 million deal with Netflix to develop multiple projects, TV shows and movies. And I guess the concern was that they couldn't do both. And I kind of agree with that. I don't know why they would think they could do both of those things. And even when they announced that Netflix thing, people were like, what? There, there was there was absolutely consternation. Like, how could they do this? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just too much at one time, which is interesting because he knew these guys were going to be hot items once Game of Thrones ended. You know, it's one of the most successful television shows of all time, despite even how you feel about the last season ending. The overall show was a complete success and, and widely regarded as some excellent content. But um, that was just one show, although it was pretty much making a movie every week. And there were two of them. Normally, showrunners, there's only one on a show. Yeah. But there were two of them. Uh, but among their duties, uh, like, I, I've kind of come to think of a showrunner as being equivalent to a director as far as film goes. Even though they don't necessarily direct every episode, they have enough creative input into every aspect of the show that they are guiding the overall vehicle, just the same way as a director guides a film. I was, I was, so, I was absolutely, I was telling students yesterday about the role of producer or production coordinator at an agency. Where, where that person is the key figure who has to make sure that things can be done to the deadline and costs that, that, that you've laid out. And that's what the showrunner is. It's the same thing. Yeah. And, and responsible for the overall – that the overall thing 
happens in the way that it's supposed to happen. But they also have input into story. They write some of the episodes. In many yeah. cases, they direct the big episodes, like the big finales. Like Vince Gilligan in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, he will he will direct, write and direct the main episodes, and he gives the overall guidance. I can't see anybody not checking in with him about anything having to do with that show. Same with these guys. So, but we we were very, it was very unclear as to what their roles were going to be surrounding these Star Wars films. All we knew was that they've been signed on to produce a trilogy. So. They would be producers, presumably. Would they have directed? I don't know. Would they have written it? I don't know. Uh, it is very different than uh, than a TV series. You're, you're only producing three films. Um, but we, we have no idea what those films would have been about. Uh, Maybe but, they didn't either. <laughs> well, but do you think? here's the question. Do you think that the backlash uh, surrounding the end of Game of Thrones soured them on being involved in another rabid fandom being Star Wars uh, and the the backlash they would have received. Like, look at what happened to Ryan Johnson, although he seems to be okay with it. But generally speaking, a lot of, of kind of negative Star Wars fans have driven people away from social media and been really, really awful to a lot of the people involved with that. Do you think that mattered at all? Nah. No? I think I actually have uh, – I've been trying to find Kathleen Kennedy's statements, and I found it. Um, and I think this is everything. Uh, it says uh, – David and Dan are incredible storytellers. We hope to include them in the journey forward, and they are able to step away from their busy schedule to focus on Star yeah. Wars. Some read that as a slight, well, it is. but but I think but I think it's true that 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 when you're involved in a Star Wars trilogy, let alone a single film, you you need to focus on that one thing. And it could. And my guess is, you finish Game of Thrones, you are the toast of the town. Everybody wants you. Everybody will sign you to a billion dollars. So you sign everything. You're you're like in a fit of excitement. You take everything sounds great. So you agree to everything. And then when it actually comes time to the produce that thing, maybe you're not ready to do that. Yeah, I think I think it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. They they got over kind of overwhelmed with all the offers pouring in. They thought they could do both things at once. And they, I don't think, I, I think it's a good thing ultimately that they, they stepped away um, because, uh, although, I mean, it would have been fine, I think, for them to say no to Netflix, but I think mm-hmm. Netflix was paying them more. Um, because apparently wow. Amaz- all the big, uh, Amazon, all the big, like, producers of content were, were trying to offer them uh, big bucks to do something yeah. for them. So I think uh, Amazon offered the most money, so they get the, they get the guys, and uh, now Star Wars has to look for a new, uh, new producing team. Meanwhile, they still have Ryan Johnson and his trilogy whatever that well, in is theory i mean i does do they <laughs> I think well certainly up- i don't think ryan johnson's going yeah. anywhere i think he's fine with he's okay with making the last jedi uh it was a very divisive film a lot of fans didn't like it they they ripped him apart on social media and he seems to come out the other side okay like he doesn't i see him on twitter occasionally i'll see like pablo or someone retweet him and he's having fun with it he's not Letting that stuff well, bother him. as you have to. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we live in an era where we're used to seeing the trolls. And uh, the good thing about that is originally people would retweet those trolls and go, let's all gang up on this person. And it would just become this massive craziness. And now it's just people just kind of ignore it. You know, and that's what you should have done in the first place. Yeah. They were supposed to be developing something that was going to be the next thing that came out for Star Wars. And now they're not producing, developing something that was going to be the next thing. So the question is, what happens now? Now, uh, does uh, uh, Ryan Johnson's movie get moved up or planned trilogy? Um, does does something else get developed in its place? What happens? Like, might the Obi-Wan series kick off with a movie? Might, uh, like, what, what What could we do here? Like, I don't want Star Wars to just become 
a Disney Plus thing. Yeah, no, although I this, agree. Although The Mandalorian looks fantastic, but I, I, I still would like Star Wars to be a movie. Oh, right? for sure. No, yeah, the theater going experience is, is part of Star Wars yeah. and always has been for me. So I think that that's a must. But they really are like I don't know where they would go from here. They've they they've for the first time in years, we don't have any upcoming Star Wars films next year. We won't have anything. There's nothing planned, nothing really being released next next December. So this has been like five year kind of run of five years, four years I guess of like since 2015. Every Christmas or every mm-hmm. kind of Christmas we've had a Star Wars movie, but now it's there, there's nothing planned. So it's yeah, it's I don't know what they would do next. Like I think they have plans as far as where they want to go story wise and what kind of stories they want to tell. I'm sure they they do because we know somebody who's on that story group yeah. and and he is the kind of person that would be always thinking about what can what kind of stories they can tell. But I just what what that means is I like I just can't even think of where they would go. Well, you know? Knights of the Old Republic That's- is the ace in the hole, and I think when you think about kind of. Like, it's almost like a Pirates of the Caribbean meets Star Wars kind of scenario. <laughs> like, even when you play those games, oh, like that, sure. it's kind of low-tech Star Wars. And it's good low-tech Star Wars. And you could just – I could see a trailer where you almost see it looks like a group of pirates standing on the cliff or whatever. And the wind's blowing in their hair. And you're like, Knights of the Old Republic. And, and woo, like, like sort of how did things work then? And what How long ago was that? Hundreds of years a thousand I it, years? Uh, I think it was hundreds, but I might be even. Okay. Like, it's been a long time since I played those games, which are great. Great game. Like, a game doesn't make a movie, as we know. No, but, <laughs> that's but, right. But a good script writer looking at that source material could write a great film. I'll say this about the Knights of the Old Republic game. Uh, the the play the playability of it, the characters, the droids, mm. all that stuff seems very derivative of the original trilogy. Like you have the yep. guy who's a smuggler, whatever he is, he's a he's kind of a you can choose your guy, but he's like mostly a Han Solo ripoff. Um, there's a card game like Sabacc. There's a, yeah. you know there are droids very similar to R two D two and that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of elements of that. There's the slicing. So they didn't go too far away from the original trilogy in that in that game that's not saying they couldn't what i like about the game and what i would suggest they do for a movie is use the aesthetic of the game yeah yeah, and go this is what it looks like this is the rules of this of this place this is what was around then this is what wasn't around then and sort of giving us give us a good old like swashbuckler with uh you know like maybe the technology isn't what it was in the later films and so therefore it gives you more opportunity to show different kinds of battles and different kinds of what I like, issues what i like about the game is that there's kind of the, you work your way up to the lightsaber you don't start with it there's a, right. there's a sword fighting there's a element stick. <laughs> there's a sword fighting so you do that first yeah. and then you develop the skills to become a jedi so there could be right there could be like yeah. legitimate sword fighting scenes and that kind of stuff and i don't think they should get too hung up about on the, on the the technology aspect because we learned from um, Star Trek Enterprise mm-hmm. where they tried to make things lower tech. I mean, that's that's something that's based in this reality, so it's like our future. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is not that. And I think in this in this landscape where we have thousands of years of spacefaring technology, let's just put it that mm-hmm. way, where they've been a, out a, off of their normal planet for a long time, the technology comes and goes as far as what's high tech and what's not. Mm-hmm. And that's why we see in like even in, in modern Star Wars, modern meaning this era, the holograms are still kind of like scratchy and staticky and, and like blue. Like yeah. there's no 
they should really have the technology for like high definition holograms at this point. Right? They should. <laughs> Come on. But it's fine. It's fine. That's yeah. what makes it that, like that's but that's part of I think what the struggle is with Star Wars, which is what it, what makes Star Wars Star Wars, and that's why when um, Poe in the last film starts dropping some modern lingo on us. I'm like, that's not Star Wars. Like, we all have our own definition. I mean, Han of does what it as Star well. Uh, that's yeah. I think that's JJ's influence. Like, there's yeah. the part where he's like, uh, oh, what does he say? That's not how the Force works. Yeah. Like that. Those, that kind of dialogue is not really. It's hilarious. Well, it's delivered funny. by Harrison Ford, it's more. It seems more acceptable. It does. But for some reason, what does Poe say? What now? Yeah, when he goes, what now? I'm like, no. <laughs> like they get thirty rock up there, up there, and the, they do. They do. Yeah, they get yeah. thirty rock. So I'm not crazy about like, but but we all have our limits, and we all have our own definition of what we think Star Wars is, and I think that's part of the problem. I think that's where the trolls start losing their minds and all of that stuff. That's not Star Wars, and that is Star like. I'll I'll know that we've reached the point of no return when someone goes. I feel like the Sith are like uh, invading my safe space. Okay, <laughs> like we'll have somebody doing that. Like we'll have safe spaces, and I feel like yeah. and uh, and all of that. We'll have cancel culture. We'll have on the uh, in, star, in the Star Wars. Yeah, universe. that's right. Yeah. You're canceled, Poe. <laughs> like oh, you're canceled. Shut off hologram. You're canceled. Po. Well, no, when somebody says yeet on in the Star Wars. Oh universe. yuck. <laughs> Or or, or uh, Poe uh, contacts Finn uh, through the uh, Starfighter and goes, "What's up? <laughs> What's up? That's not modern at all. That's like a twenty-year-old ad." Yeah, but this is like maybe a past Star Wars, <laughs> twenty years earlier, <laughs> a flashback. Um, oh, that'd be funny. Remember that old battle on Tikrit? What's up? <laughs> cut, to, cut, cut to battle. Twenty years older. I wonder if that's something to consider. Like they made an effort during Rogue One to really get the uniforms looking like the seventies yeah, uniforms. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think it's interesting to think in terms of fashion and clothing choice. I think they did that for the prequels as well. They made an effort to make those look significantly different from the the older Star Wars films. And yeah, you have to think about how these things progress. Like even Han Solo gets a new jacket, and, and yeah. he doesn't wear his vest anymore, and that kind of stuff. It's and all Han Solo we though. They did a good job in those in the original trilogy of getting that down. Yeah, that was changing it enough so that uh, it's something changed, but not so much that it's. Not, but it's but wrong. wasn't the original Han Solo thing supposed to be that's the captain's uniform, which is yeah. why uh, Lando's wearing it at the end of Empire Strikes Back? That's right. <laughs> He's wearing the captain's uniform, right? Correct. It's <laughs> good. I love it. All right, <laughs> it's good. I can't wait. This is gonna be so exciting. And I, to be fair, I'm, I'm I'm getting excited about rewatching all the movies. I'm gonna have to start yeah. doing that soon um, because we have eight movies to get there. I'm not gonna watch the standalones. Um, I'm just gonna watch the main movies. But we have eight yeah. movies to get through. Uh, and I've just tried, attempted, and failed to watch 31 horror movies in a month. I did not get to that. We'll talk about that next week, I guess, hey? Even though Halloween will be over well, then. But well, I mean, I can just say. On media nerds, maybe. Maybe. I, Let's I don't see know. what happens. I, I've been, you know, what I found is that there can be too much of a good thing. And <laughs> I don't want to dread watching. I love horror movies, but I don't want to have to dread watching them. And I just, at a certain point, I just didn't feel like watching scary movies. Yeah. So. I did. I watched maybe twenty two or something like well, that. Well, that's amazing. And uh, they're good. They're all good yeah. movies. And I really was happy with the ones I watched, the new ones I watched. But uh, I am looking forward to uh, watching the from the beginning. I'm going to watch it in order of episode this time, not in order of release. So we'll start with episode one and work our way through episode eight, and then get ready to go see episode nine on 
December 19th. Yeah, that's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm especially looking. Oh, I guess we'll, we'll have our Mandalorian discussions from now on too, because those are being released week uh, week at a yeah, time. Yeah, no. Ne- well, next week we don't have anything. Oh, we'll see what happens in the news. But next week uh, we don't have anything planned for content. But the week after that, we'll definitely be able to talk about the yeah. Mandalorian. So yeah, lots coming down the pipeline. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. It is uh, until all of this stuff gets out, and then there's nothing left. And then all the fans tear it apart afterwards. Oh, that's, that's when my, it's not a great time to be a Star Wars fan. That's the best time. <laughs> Sorry, I was wrong. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the Force hit you in the ass. Now I am the TK421, do you come? Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power.